TheChairShot.com. TheChairShot.com. Always. Always. Use your head. You are now listening to ChairShot Radio. Always use your head. It is a Monday evening for me, Tuesday morning for you, and we are diving in headfirst on this edition of Chair Shot Radio, and we are talking about a challenging subject that, that I'm inspired by listening to some other podcasts, the subject of responsible journalism. Now, I know you're probably thinking, what? First of all, why are we not doing the usual opening? I will get those things out, don't you worry. But also, why are we talking about responsible journalism? The Chairshot Radio Network is about fun. The Chairshot is about being opinionated and, and having a take and not being afraid to have a take and, and choosing a side. And well, that, I guess that's what I'm doing right now, right? I'm choosing a side. I'm choosing the side of responsible journalism. If you are in a position to have a platform of any size, big, medium, small, minuscule. If you have one reader, if you have one listener, you have a platform and it is your responsibility to use that platform responsibly. Now, it depends on what if your responsibility is to entertain, if your responsibility is to inform, if your if your responsibility is to educate, that is up to you and and what your platform is. That's up to you and your platform. But there's always some level of responsibility involved, and that's why I use the phrase responsible journalism. That's why we have the shirt, hashtag journalism, which you can get over at prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot. Keep an eye out for a promo code for Memorial Day sale coming up. It starts later this week, and, and we'll make sure you get those codes. They're going to be available all over the place. And when you log on to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash a chair shot, usually that code pops up right away during any sale. So do do check that out. This, of course, is Chair Shot Radio, Tuesday morning edition. My name is Greg DeMarco. You can find me on your social media. That's Facebook, that's Twitter, that's Instagram, at Chair Shot Greg. Go and give me a follow. Facebook tends to be where I talk about the wrestling, like uh, like, like IZW. I make family stuff, things like that. Twitter is pretty much all wrestling, and, and the most opinionated side of me that you'll get is on the Twitter. And then Instagram tends to be health and fitness, and and all of that, which I'm going to give you an update on uh, during the last segment of this show, and also in an Instagram video that I hope to put out sometime on Tuesday. We'll see. I haven't recorded it yet, but that is the current plan. We'll see how that goes. Uh, I've got something to do during lunch tomorrow, so it might be delayed. We'll see what happens, but um, you can follow along. Of course, ChairShot Radio is part of the ChairShot Radio Network, which you can hear at thechairshot.com. Now, it also streams on all of your favorite platforms, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, Google Play, and so many more. So like, subscribe, leave us that five-star review, and do us a favor, spread the word. Either share these posts on social media or tell a friend. Get them turned on to the ChairShot Radio Network and ChairShot Radio as well. This is ChairShot Radio. Of course, we've got lots of great shows, at least three per day, on the ChairShot Radio Network. ChairShot Radio is your daily fix of sports, of entertainment, 
of sports entertainment. And that is something that uh, is very important to us. We've been putting this out daily since January 1st, 2021. PC Tony spearheaded this effort, and here we are today. So please do listen. Be a part of that. It is heavily appreciated when you do and heavily appreciated when... Uh, when you listen and spread that word. So I appreciate that as well. Talking about responsible journalism, and here's why it's important to me. I've been in this business. When I talk about this business, this actually isn't me talking about being a wrestling promoter, but in terms of writing and publishing stuff online, I wrote my first article in October of 2010 at 411 Mania. Things took off from there. I published my first website in 2012 and, and grew and built and learned and made mistakes and did everything that I possibly could along the way to get to where we were in 2017, November 2017, when we launched the chairshot.com, to where we are today uh, dealing with sports entertainment and sports entertainment. Along the way, you pick up things, mistakes, successes things that you learn, things that you see, things that you feel, things that you want to change, things you want to do more of, things you want to do better. It all happens along the way, and that's where I'm at right now. You know, I hear some things, and it really prompts me up to talk about responsible journalism, because whether we like it or not, we are journalists, right? So you don't get to choose what you are to somebody else. That is something that I had to learn really tough recently, and I'm going to share with you how before I go to commercial. And it's going to sound self-serving, and I apologize for that, but it's not. Most of you know I have leukemia, right? I'm going to give you an update on that at the end of this episode. And about a month ago-ish, someone told me that I was their hero because of how I'm dealing with leukemia and life and, and you know a lot of based on the stuff that I share on Instagram. And that kind of struck me as odd, and, and I didn't... I didn't know what to think, and, and my immediate reaction probably wasn't the best, but I said, no, no, I, I'm not your hero. Uh, I'm no hero. I'm, I'm not your hero. I'm just a guy who, who's trying to get by, trying to get along, trying to get over this, right? And the response was very telling. The person said to me, you don't get to choose my hero. No, she said, um, it's my hero. I get to choose my hero, and you're my hero. And that really hit me, like... Remember the whole Charles Barkley, I'm not a role model, I don't want to be a role model or whatever. I used to believe in that I, I up until that moment, about a month or so ago. And then I realized, no, like, you don't get to choose how someone views you. And if someone's going to view you as a hero, then whether you like it or not, things that you say and do are going to impact that person. That's responsible journalism, okay? When you're given this platform, whether you like it or not, you are going to have an impact on your listeners. You're going to have an impact on those who interact with your product. And there's some influence involved there. And if you don't like it, do something else or change your platform. That's where, where I'm at with that. And that's where this idea of responsible journalism comes to play for me. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Welcome back. Thank you for listening to those commercials. That's a big part of what we do here at the ChairShot Radio Network. I appreciate that heavily. You know, it's funny. I had a weekend where I went away for my anniversary. Got to go to Encinitas, a little beach town just north of San Diego in California. And love that place, right? 
relaxed, sat on the beach. Uh, I've like, listened to an audio book, right? First time I've ever done that in my life after, you know, so many years on this earth, listened to an audio book and really enjoyed it. I've got two downloaded. I'm going to flip over and try the other one here soon. But um, but get all relaxed and, and just, just not serious, right? Come back on Monday and just get inspired to talk about responsible journalism. You're our audience. We appreciate you as our audience. We owe it to you to be responsible in, in how we journalism, right? Responsible journalism is is the, the, the talk of the day. If I'm talking to you on a podcast, <clears throat> I'm going to give you my opinion or I'm going to give you fact. And I'm going to tell you what's what because that's responsible journalism. I'm going to tell you if I believe something. I'm going to tell you if I don't believe something. Wrestling news to me is a very hot topic to discuss with responsible journalism because there's so much irresponsible journalism, so much bullshit out there that we have to rise above that and be responsible. When we did news at thechairshot.com or anywhere that news has been done, my format, my, my style has always been the same. Report the news... As it is out there, because that's what's factual, okay? Report the news as the source you're crediting. So if I'm going to credit, just say the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, I'm going to tell you here's what the Wrestling Observer Newsletter said. And I'm not going to change that. And I am not going to let my bias go into that unless I absolutely can't help it, right? I'm going to take every step possible to not allow my bias to go into my telling you what Dave Meltzer said about something. I'm going to give you those facts, give you that news as it exists outside of Greg DeMarco. Then I am going to give you my take and I label it as such. Greg DeMarco's take. All right. Greg DeMarco's thoughts, whatever. Usually Greg DeMarco's take. And then I'll tell you what I think. And then I'll give you my personal opinion of whether or not that's true of what it means if it is, if it's not, whatever, right? I'm going to give you a paragraph or two of me. Here's how I feel about that. Here's what that says to me. Here's what I recommend you do with this news. That, to me, is responsible journalism. Even if I think it is complete and utter bullshit, I'm going to report it as is and then tell you that I think it is complete and utter bullshit. Years ago, at 411 Mania... I did that all the time. I would rail against Dave Meltzer so much. I would present the news and then tell you why I believe it's bullshit. And some of that came from being too deep in the wrestling business, right? Before I ever wrote a 411 Mania, I was already involved in putting on wrestling shows. I wasn't the promoter, but I was ring announcer. I was backstage. I was booking. I was writing. I was doing all that stuff. So when that happens, it definitely influences your perspective. Because I just flat out know when things are bullshit. I literally sat there at a breakfast table with the executive vice president of Ring of Honor before WrestleMania 26 out here in Phoenix, Arizona. I'm talking about six months before. When they had not yet booked a venue, and that's what we were working on. And he laughed about the fact that everybody was saying that Dave Meltzer was reporting that WWE had blocked Ring of Honor from local facilities. And he was like, you know, it makes us look great, but it's not true. They haven't blocked us from anything. They've got the convention center locked down because that's the building they're using for WrestleMania access. But that's it. We can go wherever we want outside of that. But that's what people had said. That, that it was, you know, completely locked down. WWE had done that. And he was like, that makes us look good, so we're going to let that information stay out there. 
And it did. It still, people still believe to this day WWE did that and continues to do that. And it's just not fucking true. So for me, I'd report... So, so that clouds my judgment a little bit, right? It doesn't cloud my judgment. Maybe it actually makes my judgment more clear. Because when I read things, I see, okay, this is not fucking true. My angle on wrestling news is very simple. What else could this be? Because when I see wrestling news out there, I immediately ask myself, okay, what else could this be? When something gets reported, what else could it could it be? Now, I've learned by knowing what's true and what's not true, who's good and who's not, okay? Wrestle votes on Twitter tends to be pretty accurate, tends to be pretty good, all right? Sean Ross Sapp at Fightful, despite our run-ins in the past, which have been kept private, typically does okay. Has a pretty good success rate, and he gets his information from talent. All right, those are two of the best sources that are out there, to be 100% honest with you. Ryan Satin in Pro Wrestling Sheet was the third. Let's take a sip of a drink. I say that was because it doesn't exist anymore. He left, he went to Fox, Pro Wrestling Sheet tried to go on without him. Now they're part of the Sportster, Sportster which is bought by Collider, which owned Pro Wrestling Sheet. Uh, and, and so that's kind of where we are with that, that product and why it is where it is today. And why I say was when I talk about that. But to me, it's about telling you how it is, telling you how I feel. Now, if you're making a list, let's say I'm giving you a list of the the greatest, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll change it, okay? Everyone always talks about their Mount Rushmore of pro wrestling. Now, Mount Rushmore is the best ever, okay? The four professional wrestlers that are the best ever. And to me, that's a dumb conversation to have. That's a boring conversation to have. Because unless your list is Hogan, Flair, Austin, Rock, your list is irresponsible. Now, we all hate Hulk Hogan, right? Personally, Hulk Hogan is hated by a lot of people because of his racist remarks and the way he's treated others. But you cannot argue against what he did in this business and what he's meant to this business for so many people. People try to justify leaving Hogan off, but you just fucking can't. All right, Hogan, Flair, Austin, Rock. Those are the four. All right, if Mount Rushmore was bigger, you'd have Cena on there. You'd have Undertaker on there. You'd have to get Sting on there, Triple H. And you know what? At some point, you got to put Roman Reigns on there. Even before the head of the table character. Because he's main evented as many WrestleManias as, as Stone Cold Steve Austin, more than, more than. And he's approaching Hulk Hogan numbers, and he'll probably get there. And if Randy Orton ever beats the John Cena Ric Flair number of world title runs, you got to put him on there too. So, and that's if we expand it past four. But until then, the four are Hogan, Flair, Austin, Rock. Anything else is irresponsible journalism of you trying to get your personal opinion out there on top of what's factual. And and the Mount Rushmore of the wrestling business is that. It's the business. I can't even put Vince on there, even though Vince was responsible for three of the four that are on that list. But he would be on the Mount Rushmore of wrestling promoters. Probably by himself, to be honest with you. No one even comes close to Vince McMahon. But if I had to put others on there, you'd probably have Vince McMahon, Jim Crockett, maybe Eric Bischoff, Paul Heyman probably. It's a tough list to make. But again, it's irresponsible to go in another direction. Now, if it was your favorite four, that's different. But that's not Mount Rushmore. All right, Mount Rushmore of your favorite wrestlers is different than Mount Rushmore of the best. 
That's the problem. Technical wrestlers versus best. All right? Heels versus best. Baby faces versus best. But you cannot be irresponsible because you don't want to put Hogan on a list. You can't erase what he's meant to the business because the guy's an asshole. You just can't. That's irresponsible journalism. This is your boy Kenny Killer telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. As we wrap things up, obviously, uh, my personal perspective is that we're here to give you responsible journalism. I need to be responsible as a wrestling promoter. I'm going to throw it out there, right? I, I try to weave this into every conversation because it does um, impact my judgment, right? I put on wrestling events. If I put on an event, say I had six matches to put on, and I really try to keep it to six, it doesn't always work. At least on the main card plus VIP, right? If I put on six matches, and I put on six matches that I know I would like, I might not be responsible as a promoter. Because while I would like them... I can't tell the audience what to like. I can present a product to the audience that I want them to purchase, that I want them to buy. So as a responsible promoter, I've got to put on the best event possible for my paying fans. And that's why I keep selling out events, is because I put on the best show possible for my paying fans. Do I put on things I like? Yes. Do I put out stories I would like? Yes. Do I tend to... Put those things in a high-profile position. Yes, but I put things on that card that I know my fans will like, even if I personally wouldn't normally tune in for that. That is my own personal perspective, and that's what I try to do, I try to be, and I try to do as a promoter, and that's how I can be a responsible promoter. So again, responsible is different, and you don't get to choose who you have to be responsible towards. Again, I didn't want to be that person's hero. And they said, well, too bad. You don't get to pick my heroes. I do. And so now I've got to be that for that person and for others. And just remember, for every one person who says you're their hero, there's probably five or six others that just won't tell you because they're nervous about it. And maybe it's better that you don't know, to be 100% honest with you, because who knows how we would act. Okay. I did say I wanted to give you guys an update on the leukemia front. I'm going to do that now. And... It's very important a bit of information. Now, part of being diagnosed with chronic myeloid leukemia, same thing Roman Reigns has, is called the Philadelphia chromosome. You cannot be diagnosed with CML without the Philadelphia chromosome. It was discovered back in the 50s um, by multiple research institutions all in Pennsylvania, hence the name. And if you have the Philadelphia chromosome, you can be diagnosed with CML. You might be diagnosed with other things without it, and it's, usually those other things are worse. CML is like the baseline. It, it sounds crazy to say this, but CML is the best leukemia you can get. You still don't want to have leukemia, but that's the best one you can get. If you're going to have leukemia, have CML. All right, Get your blood work done because there's no symptoms whatsoever. It's only detected through blood work. And that's how mine was detected. I take my medicine. It's called Tacigna. I've been taking it since February 2nd. The medicine is designed, it's called a TKI. All right, TK inhibitor. Can't remember what TK stands for right now. But that is, is, again, can be prescribed because of the presence of the Philadelphia chromosome. 
and that is measured by by a certain round of, of blood work different than your normal your normal labs <clears throat> BCR ABL I believe is what it's called okay if your BCR ABL is measured in a certain way that tells you whether or not you can be put into remission CML can be put into remission remember when Roman Reigns came back he said it was in remission that's what he was talking about my blood work has come back the, but what was done back in May and, and normal blood work was wrong but then they had to do a special test to measure the BCREBL or maybe BREBL I don't know but I believe it's BCREBL and it came back in such a way that says that I am on track to putting my CML in remission so I'm going to keep working I'm going to keep pushing I'm going to keep taking my medicine my, my treatment I'm going to keep you know making sure that I don't eat within two hours of taking the medicine or one hour after because right now I can't eat two hours before or one hour after I take the medicine. That three-hour window, basically. So I take it at 9.30 a.m. and 9.30 p.m. So I don't eat from 7.30 a.m. to 10.30 a.m. And I don't eat from 7.30 p.m. to 10.30 p.m. And if I do, I adjust when the medicine is taken. That's just how it works, right? I want it to be as successful as possible. I got the white blood cell count down right away. Now... The BCREBL is going down. And and that's good as well because that's going to allow me to try to put this in remission. And if it gets put into remission, I can stop treatment. I don't have to continue taking these pills. I continue to get blood work on a monthly basis and, and quarterly. Monthly blood work plus quarterly more involved blood work is basically what happens. And occasionally I might have to get that bone marrow sample out to see how things are going. And and even if I go off the Tisigna and in medicine free, I've still got to get blood work done because if it spikes back up, and it being my white blood cell count and my BR BCR ABL, my Philadelphia chromosome, if all those things increase, then I go back on the Tisigna and I probably stay on it forever, to be honest with you. And that's okay, because remission doesn't mean you've been cured. For what I have, chronic myeloid leukemia, there is still not a cure. It can be controlled, it can be managed, but it cannot be cured. So I'm still going to have leukemia no matter what, right? I'm going to have this for the rest of my life. And I plan on that being a really, really long fucking time. <coughs> Excuse me. I plan on you having to deal with me for a whole hell of a long time. And my closest friends have to deal with me for a whole hell of a long time. So sorry, not sorry. Greg DeMarco ain't going anywhere anytime soon. Thank you for listening to Chair Shot Radio. Again, this is your daily fix of sports, of entertainment, of sports entertainment. It is the Tuesday morning edition. I'm Greg DeMarco. Tomorrow is Wednesday. I'll be there again, typically alongside Miranda Morales as we bring you the Wednesday morning edition of Chair Shot Radio. Thursday with Darren Mags Kirkby along with Ray Cash. Friday's PC Tony. Saturday's Talking Smack. The crew from A Winner Is You. Sunday is Patrick O'Dowd and David Ungar. Monday's PC Tony right back around to me on Tuesday. Head on over to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Keep your eyes and ears peeled for that promo code for the Memorial Day sale. Definitely a big deal that you can benefit from there. Head on over all things chair shot at chair shot media. That's how you can follow along with the chairshot.com. I am at Chairshot Greg. I've already explained what the different forms of social media mean to me and why you should follow all three. I appreciate you listening. 
Hang in there. Hopefully, you've learned something. Hopefully, my honesty is something that you can appreciate. And, you know, if you're dealing with whatever you're dealing with, that's why I share my story about CML. And I share my story about weight loss. And I share my story about working out because I honestly believe that it can help others. So, if you have questions, if you need anything, hit me up on social media. You can even email me, Greg DeMarco at thechairshot.com. More than happy to have those conversations there. And I'll be back with you tomorrow. So, until then, You know what to do. Go out there, live your life, be unstoppable, and of course, always use your hand. A little less conversation, a little more action, please. All this aggravation ain't satisfaction in me. A little more bite, a little less spark, a little less fight, a little more spark. Close your mouth and open up your heart and baby satisfy me. Satisfy me, baby. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head.